Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. And a Freilicha Shusham Purim. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Tzav. Parshas Tzav with its 96 psukim, according to the Chinuch, contains 18 mitzvos. They line up very respectfully, nine positive, nine restrictions. And I hope we'll have an opportunity to come back to talk a little bit about Pasha Sav. I'd like, with Purim still in the air, and today being Shushan Purim, so Jews in Yerushalayim, and Hashem, many, many more in Yericho, and maybe in Tveria, parts of Tveria, yes, parts of Tveria, not. Do keep today as their Purim. And so, I'd like to share with you a Purim Machshava, which speaks to me, and I'm hoping that it does to you as well. And you can bring it to Emir Tzashem, your Shabbos table, this evening. If I were to ask, now that we are pros, we've heard the Megillah twice, Wednesday night and Thursday, yesterday, where would you say does the miracle of the Purim story begin? Now, there's no question there are many miracles. As we said in the second bracha, before we read the Megillah, that Hashem performed miracles for our ancestors, the same bracha that we said in conjunction with the lighting of the Ner Hanukkah. The Ner Hanukkah, the miracle, is quite obvious. Not only did a small band of Jews defeat the Syrian army, but the oil that was to burn for one day burned for eight days. Wow, that's a miracle. I understand the bracha. What's the bracha she'osanisim have to do with Purim? Where are the miracles? And where do the miracles begin? Now, what's interesting, in the Talmud Megillah, there are different opinions as to how much of the Megillah one has to hear in order to satisfy their obligation. We follow the opinion of Kulo. However, there is an opinion in the Talmud that it's enough to start with chapter 2. After all, Ishihudi. Others say no, even chapter 3. But we paskin and we follow as we all have heard the entire Megillah. I'd like to share a very exciting machshava of the Chassam Sofer, Zechat Tzadik Levracha, who says, you better start from the beginning. Why? Because in his mind, the miracle of Purim begins in chapter 1, Pasuk 12. And what does that Pasuk tell us? Queen Vashti refused to come at the king's command. Asher biyara sarisim, that was conveyed by the messengers. Vayitzov hamelech ma'od, and the king became very angered. And vachamoso boaravo, and his anger burned in him. And this suggests the samsofer is the first and basically the basis for all the miracles that follow. What's going on here? 
So he says, take note. As you remember, there were two parties. One lavish for everybody, 180 days. And then there's an additional party for those of Shushan for seven days. Now, for 186 out of the 187 days, the king behaved. I don't know if I would call him a gentleman, but he did not get drunk. It was not until the last day, the very last day, that what happens? Bayom Hashvi'i, on the seventh day, Ketov Lev HaMelech Bayayin. This is Pasuk 10 in chapter 1. On the seventh day, when the heart of the king was merry with wine, and the rest, as we know, is history. The king drank too much, and he asked for Vashti to come. But let me tell you something. Vashti as well drank too much. And it wasn't simply her refusal that angered him so much, but the manner in which she refused. She sent a message to him, and she said, You, you're a king? My father's stable hands were able to hold their wine, and you cannot. That shtoch is what angered him all the more. This is what, as we know, led to the death of Vashti. This is what ultimately leads to bringing a Jewish girl into the palace, and the rest, as we know, is history God literally moving all the pawns, all the players, all the situations, so that it will lead to a Yeshua, a salvation for Klal Yisrael. When did this happen? Bayom Hashvi'i, on the seventh day, Ketov Melech Bayayin, when the king was, quote, merry with wine. Now, Rashi tells you, Bayom Hashvi'i, on the seventh day, it was a Shabbos. Ah, and now let's go. I'm going to share with you the insight of both the Sefer Yitav Ponim as well as the Meloha Omer. Both of them say the following. We know that the term Hamelech in the Megillah can refer to the king with a small K, Achashverosh, the king with a capital K, the Melech, Malchei Hamlochim, such as chapter 7, verse 1, Balayla Hahu, that night, Nodedah, Shnas Hamelech, the king couldn't sleep. Who couldn't sleep? Achashverosh in his bed, but Melech, Malchei Hamlochim couldn't sleep. God couldn't sleep because his people were in danger. So here, Allow me to take you on a little bit of a high of Purim. Bayom Ashvi on Shabbos Ketov Lev HaMelech, when the King of Kings, when God is merry, he's happy, Bayayin with wine, with the wine of the Jewish people. When the Jewish people make Kiddush, and this brings happiness to God, this was the act, this was the necessary foundation that the Jewish people participated in in order for Kodesh Baruch Hu to bring about 
the refuah before the makah, in order for God to plant the way for the salvation of Purim. So we see very clearly how important Kitov Lev HaMelech, how much God appreciates Bayayim, our making Kiddush. Now, I'd like to share with you the famous Gemara in Shabbos, Kuf Yud Tes Amid Beis, whereby the Gemara teaches both in the name of Rabbi Shua ben Levi and then Rav Himnuna, Kolamis Palil Bi'arav Shabbos Viomer Vayachulu, whoever prays on the eve of the Shabbos and says Vayachulu, which we include A in our Shemona Esrei, and we say it right afterwards in the Beisach Knesses together, and we use it as the introduction to the Kiddush every Friday night, whoever says Vayachulu, Ma'ale Alav HaKosov, it is looked upon by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it is looked upon by Scripture as if that individual became a partner to Hashem in the act of creation. Wow! How important is our Kiddush? And the answer is very. And the idea behind this, I'd like to suggest, is as follows. The Vayichulu tells us that God ceased and stopped His work. Elokim, which God had created, La'asos, literally to do. What is that last word, La'asos, to do, coming to teach us? And I can tell you, that Rab Chaim Paltiel, Zechat Tzadik Levracha, teaches that the word La'asos should really have a colon before it. Kivo Shavas Mikomalachto, Hashem literally ceased from all his work, Ashebaro Elokim, which he had created. And what is the word La'asos? La'asos is to do. And that last word to do is a charge to man. That man is to do. The idea is, if we can say this and we watch our words very carefully, God did not create a completely perfect world. What does that mean? It means he invites man to complete the process. We find this so beautifully in the Medrash Tanchuma, in Pashas Tazria, in Simon Hay, where the Medrash brings the Maise, Sheshol Tunisrufus Horosha Serbiakiva, Tunisrufus, the Roman wicked philosopher, who comes and questions Serbiakiva and says, What's better, the act of God or the act of man? So Rabbi Kiva says, The act of man. How could you say that? Well, Rabbi Kiva brought him. Very simply, wheat, and he brought him finished cakes, which is nicer, which is better. It's man who improves. So Tunafritva says, why do you circumcise? Rabbi Kiva says, I knew that was your question. And the answer, the answer is, La'asos, God makes a beautiful human being. And he says to us, La'asos, that we are to complete the process with Mila. And as the Chinuch writes, in mitzvah 2 in the Torah, the mitzvah of Brismila, that just as man is to complete the physical process by removing the orla, 
so too is man to complete his personality, to complete his character, that he is to be a better person, and he has the capacity to do it. La Asos, amazing. And what do we say every day in the Olenu prayer? The Sakin Olam, man is given a tafkin, he's given a purpose. The Sakin Olam bimalchus sha. Kai. Now, why is that name used? So perhaps the word, the name of God, Shakai, as found in the Gemara Chagiga Yudbeis, is Sheomalo Lamo Dai. God said, Genug, enough. It's up to you to finish it. And there's a partnership. Now, this partnership is one which goes on every single day. But Shabbos, when we cease, our creativity, the Kiddush reminds us that we join together with Hashem and that Hashem wants us to be just that partner and that we take and imbibe from the sanctity of Shabbos and we partner with Him in giving it out during the rest of the week. What a beautiful idea that Bayom HaShvi'i on Shabbos Ketov Lev HaMelech, when Hashem has nachas from us, bayayin, with the wine of our Kiddush. In our Parsha as well, Parshas Tzav, we are partnering with Hashem. In the beginning of the Parsha, we're told to have the Eish on the Mizbeach. I, the Eish comes down from Shemayim. Hashem wants us to partner with Him. You have that very powerful concept in Parshas Tzav. The Kohanim Ochlim, the Kohanim ate from the Korbonos, Ubalim Miskaprim, and the ones who are bringing the Korbonos, the Yisraelim, they receive their Kapara, their atonement, via the eating of the Kohanim. Once again, this beautiful partnership that man has together with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, on this day of Shushan Purim, not only Purim for, specifically, Yerushalayim, but the idea is that we still have the spirit of Purim with us. May we be privileged to appreciate the Kiddush, as much as HaKadosh Baruch Hu is so excited as our Kiddush, as part of the process of the Sakin Olam B'Malchus Shakai. Shabbat Shalom and Afrelecha Shushan Purim to all.